Hey everyone, I'm Julie Gunlock. Welcome to a special pop-up version of the Bespoke Parenting Hour. These shorter pop-up shows will happen when when an issue pops up in the news that's worthy of conversation and commentary. Some of you might have seen the viral video of a Georgia mom pleading with her local public school board to remove the mask requirements for her very young children. We have a clip of that to listen to now. This is not March 2020 anymore. We have three vaccines. Every adult in the state of Georgia that wants that vaccine is eligible to get it right now. And every one of us knows that young children are not affected by this virus. They're not. And that's a blessing. But as the adults, what have we done with that blessing? We've shoved it to the side and we've said, we don't care. You're still going to wear a mask on your face every day, five and six-year-olds. You still can't play together on the playground like normal children, seven and eight-year-olds. We don't care. We're still going to force you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame on us. My six-year-old looks at me every month before I come here and she says, are you going to tell them tonight? Tell them I don't want to wear this anymore. And I say, baby, it's not time to fight that battle yet. I try to explain that there's so many things, but it's April 15th, 2021, and it's time. Take these masks off of my child. That is some pretty emotional, heartbreaking stuff there. To talk to me about mask requirements in general for schools and now for summer camps is my good friend, mother of five, and the president of the Independent Women's Forum, Carrie Lucas. Hi, Carrie. Hey, Julie. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, this is, you know, that clip is pretty emotional. And I think, you know, given the opportunity, most parents um, who are frustrated with a a variety of things having to do with, you know, schools opening, schools continuing to be closed, and now this masking, um, which seems to not be ending, um, I think a lot of us would would sound like that Georgia mom. Um, And I'm really glad that she did it because I think she gave voice to a lot of people who are afraid to speak up and, you know, particularly in, in school districts where, um, where, you know, parents, you know, parents who complain aren't exactly welcomed. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I think that at this moment, there's a lot of people, um, who, um, who even, even people who've had a lot of patience, even people who thought that masks were, um, were a good idea and were something that people should have been doing from, um, from the beginning of COVID, we're now not only a year into COVID and, um, and have seen how, um, how this, this uh, virus is much less um, virulent among kids. We have a lot yeah. of reasons to already be like, you know, kids are not. But also at this point in America, you have, what is it now? Half of folks, half of grownups now have, um, the vaccine. have vaccines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, if you want to have, if you want to be vaccinated, you can't, you can have gotten vaccinated now. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and obviously there's always exceptions. There's some people who have something where they can't take the vaccine, but we're starting to get towards at least that uh, inch towards that herd immunity. Yeah. And it's very frustrating when, when there's this, this moment of like, of uh, the failure of public officials, not to, um, not to reconsider their, their guidance at this point, right. you know, and also not to recognize the cost. Cause I think, you know, it's one thing for you and I to like have to put on a stupid and up in like dirty old mask before right. so we can like walk into a restaurant and sit down. But for kids, we're talking about, you know, my kids just got on a, um, got on the bus and they stuck on their little masks on their faces and now they're going to be sitting there, yeah. you know, yeah. with their 
face is covered for seven hours. I mean, yeah, this so is, that, it's, it's completely crazy. Okay. So, you know, some of these listeners might not, you know, they, they might send, they might homeschool their kids or they might, you know, send them to a private school or have a, you know, a, a, a neighborhood pod. They might not know, they might not be paying attention. So let's just go over um, the CDC guidance currently is that schools should mask at all times. You mentioned seven hours. We're talking kids in a mask for seven hours. We're talking not being allowed to play on the playground because that's another part of the guidance is the playground equipment is shut down. They don't mingle during lunch. They have to sit six feet apart. I remember you sent me this sad, sad photo of your youngest having lunch and he was spaced, you know, six feet away from his little you know, playmates. Yeah. Just insane. But 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 before before let me just um, go about the CDC's guidance now on summer camps. OK, so they say you must wear masks at all times. And when, when they I'm talking about kids, OK, the kids must wear masks at all times. And we're talking kids as little as two years old. OK, except when oh. eating <laughs> this kills me swimming. How nice of them or napping. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. The mask requirement oh. applies to, to vaccinated staff as well as all campers. Because, you know, you might have some older campers that have been vaccinated. Each camper should have more than one clean mask available every day. They um, they want the camps to establish, when possible, cohorts of staff and campers who will stay together throughout the day. So you think, oh, okay, well, then for those cohorts, maybe they're going to let them take their masks out. Nope. The cohorts have to maintain six-foot distancing while they're eating, and at other times, the masks are off. Okay, so if they're, like, swimming, they have to sw- swim six feet apart. They have to run six feet apart. Campers should be outside as much as possible in the heat and humidity with a mask on. There is no mix or an interaction with the general public on trips out beyond the camp. So even Dr. Fauci, who let's, I mean, let's be honest, Captain Cautious has said, this is as far as he would go, but he was like, ah, it's a bit strict. It's a bit stringent. You think? I mean, talk about like the understatement of the year. So, I mean, let's talk about the heat. I mean, we're talking the heat of summer. Okay. And these kids are being, being required to mask. This is insanity. Yeah, it's really it's funny because I feel like sometimes when you read these um, when you read these instructions and this guidance, you're like, have have they ever met a kid before? Do they have any contact with like children and especially toddlers? I mean, can you imagine? Um, I know Julie, your oldest is um, is a little older than than even mine. And my my littlest is now six years old and he's perfectly capable of keeping a mask on his face and and whatever. But if you're talking about putting a mask on a three year old, I mean, that's. I mean, these poor, a what torture for that little for that little kid, and um, and they're not they're not capable of keeping a mask on for that long. I mean, they you know they, it's just it's completely and and the funny thing is, I feel like you know even at this point, I don't know what we're trying to do in terms of what? the benefits yeah. or what we conceive the benefits are, but, but certainly there's no thought. It's as if like if maybe there if there's like the smallest 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 potential upside, they are ignoring, completely ignoring the tremendous downsides. And the downsides, yeah. I think that's what all of us as parents say. You know, at some point, we do, we have to take, you know, kids are not bubble wrapped. I mean, you have to, as a parent, you're constantly saying, you know, should I, um, you know, t- what risk should I take? Should I let my kid climb that tree? Should I let my kid, um, you know, go swimming with his and his neighbors where I'm not going to be there to watch him? You know, all these things. And a lot of times, you know, there's real risks, you know, as somebody, you know, um, especially with swimming, I feel like a lot of parents have 
heading into the summer, you know, everybody gets nervous and for good reason, because drownings are a real issue and you've got to take precautions. But then also you want your kids to be out there and swimming and having fun. Um, this is a constant part of parenting. And yeah. it's so yeah. unbelievably um, you know, um, ridiculous for the CDC well, and, also, and the powers that be to take that choice from us. It also, I mean, I, you know, don't get me started on President Biden and Jill Biden walking out to the helicopter wearing their masks or leaving the Carter's house coming out to the mics in a mat. They are, they, this is, it is really important that, you know, certainly the Bidens, but also these um, government agencies instill confidence. You know, you've got these draconian uh, mask requirements when there's really good news about COVID. So as, as Senator Paul said, uh, he said it's theater. He said, you know, this is this yeah. is, this masking is is sort of this COVID theater. You have new COVID cases in steep de- decline. Mortality rates have plunged. Half, nearly half the country has re- received at least one dose of the vaccine, and for more than a month, most schools have been fully open, and there have been no spikes in community outbreaks. This is a complete refusal to celebrate this good news and to continue with this pandemic theater. It may, and it's and they're doing it with these kids who have shown it's clear that they are not good vectors for this disease. I want to also say this: you know, the public health community is is getting. Um, some heat for this. You have um, the editor in chief of JAMA Pediatrics who said that these are unfairly, these mask requirements on kids are unfairly draconian. And many other people in the medical community has spoken out about this. So I hope this pushback helps. But, and especially, I hope they, they start to ease these things up before it really heats up and these kids are going to have to be in, in camps. It's just, it's sickening to, to think of kids yeah. wearing a mask in this heat. And and here's the thing. I think that there's, um, it's really such a, an abuse of the American people because I do think that um, you know it's it's funny the the messages are just so mixed at this point. You know what is obviously you know I know you and I Julie are somebody who believes that that you know everybody should be out there getting their vaccines for your own good for the good of the country. Go get yeah. your vaccines. But then I also do respect the right of um, of people to you know if you don't want to get the vaccine. You know, that's fine. I think it's a mistake. But, um, but yeah, yeah. you know, that is you're a, we're a free country, um, you know, and it's not totally crazy, especially when you look at um, making the decisions on whether or not to, va- not to vaccinate your kids. I understand that there's going to be a lot of people who say I'd rather take the risk of COVID, which for kids is obviously very low. Um, so that's not an insensible thing. But at this point, the only reason, um, you know, you have this mis- mixed message where they're saying everybody get a vaccine, but then for your good deed of getting a vaccine and having like, obviously this, yes. everybody's been very successful in having COVID go away. You get nothing in return. You just can't go back to your normal life. Right. You're not supposed to have a July right. 4th party. Your kids aren't allowed to play with other kids. It's just, um, it's really crazy. And it'll be really interesting. I feel like one thing that's going to be, um, you know, I hope, I hope that there's people out there getting ready to study this because we're going to see, you know, I would like to see what the impacts are five years down the road on the damage that has been um, the impacts of different age groups of kids um, when they've been forced in yeah. the amount of masking they were required yeah. to do. Because you think about, especially for little kids, like the idea that you, um, like little kids learn so so much from reading people's expressions, yes. you know, learning how to talk, a big part of that, and, and um, is um, is actually like seeing people's mouths move and know and being able to mimic different different things. 
I mean, my goodness, how, you know, what is the, what have we been doing um, with this totally cavalier without thinking of, um, of how we're impacting kids? You know, you think about the potential for substance abuse the, um, among teens, the potential for obesity rates going on the, um, as kids are forced, you know, who's going to want to go out, outside and run with a mask on? Nobody. It's, um, it's I don't want to even go, run, go outside and it. run without a mask on. I never want to run. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you make, exactly. you make a good, you get a, you make a good point, Carrie. And, you know, I've seen it in my own kids and my kids, you know, my youngest is, is 10. And I mean, I've already seen it in him and I, you know, he gets in the car. I need the spray mom, you know, or he'll, I, I come out of a store and I immediately rip the, the, the mask off my um, mouth. And sometimes I'll look back as we're driving out of the parking lot and my kid still has his mask on and I'm screaming, take your mask off. They've gotten so used to it and it drives me nuts. Yeah. And, you know, he's 10. I can only imagine the effect on, you know, very young kids. And also you can tell my kids are nervous. I need the spray mom, spray my hands. And, you know, I'm constantly, I'm trying to remind them that this is not normal. Right. And I mean, yeah. look, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine if they want a, a little bit of, you know, hand sanitizer on their hands, but it, it shows you this level of caution, this obsession with cleanliness that I think is, 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 is not good. Um, look, I think all of us, you know, I watched that Georgia mom. I know you did. I know we were privately texting about it and you said, you know, this is really powerful stuff. I think we, we all feel like her right now, especially going into, you know, we've done, this has been going on for over a year and there is this contingency out there that really wants to keep it going. It's exhausting. It's grating, but ultimately it's very harmful and it's harmful to kids. And that's what has gotten people so emotional and so angry about this. So thanks for coming on and talking about this, Carrie. I really appreciate it. Great. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Julie. This has been a pop-up of the Bespoke Parenting Hour. We'll be doing more of these as issues pop up and we'll have some great guests to talk about some issues that are critical to parents. Thanks for for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or like the podcast in general, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. This helps ensure that the podcast reaches as many listeners as possible. If you haven't subscribed to the Bespoke Parenting Hour on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts, please do so so you won't miss an episode. Don't forget to share this episode and let your friends know that they can get Bespoke episodes on their favorite podcast app. From all of us here at the Independent Women's Forum, thanks for listening.